Hello and welcome to this new episode of Travels Tetatet. Today I interview Primrose from South Africa. As a biology and chemistry teacher, Primrose has found opportunities to work in countries as diverse as China and currently Qatar. The perfect trick to satisfy her passion to discover the world. She is currently on the path to switch careers and to become a personal trainer. But that does not prevent her from being on the road to gather experiences, the more extreme, the better. Enjoy this episode. And welcome to a new episode of Travels Tete-a-Tete. Today I'm interviewing Primrose from South Africa. Hello Primrose. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Primrose, can you introduce yourself please? Uh, of course, like yeah, my name is Primrose and I am from South Africa. I'm a teacher by profession. I'm also like a scientist, but never really done anything sciencey. So I've been teaching for like the past eight years and I'm changing jobs at the moment to be a personal trainer. So we'll see how that goes for me. Yeah. Can you can you tell us what brings you to Valencia? Um, <laughs> nothing specific. Like that's what I do when I travel. I just go to a place and then I see what's there and I just go with the flow honestly yeah my plan was to come to Spain and go to Barcelona obviously to see my friend for starters and after that I had no plans at all yeah so so you travel solo right um, have you always traveled solo or it's something which uh, which is new to you I've always I've traveled like over 20 countries and I'm always alone Yeah. Is it something so you don't you don't like to travel with other people? It's not like I don't want to. It's just because like if I plan a trip and maybe I do not have like anyone available, I have to wait on them and I can never get anything done basically. So for me it's just it's natural to just plan a trip and just go by myself and I'll make friends there. Like I always do, so yeah. So I found you for Couchsurfing and I noticed in your profile that you say you are a very last minute person. So how does it work for you to prepare for a trip? That's a very good question. Um, yeah, I think also that's another reason why I'd rather just, you know, travel solo because I don't really plan. Like the first thing I do is to book my tickets, obviously, and my accommodation. And then afterwards I have nothing. So I would assume that if I have to make plans with a friend, like they'll get irritated, you know, so it's, it's okay for me. Like it's really like spontaneous is what goes for me. So, yeah. Also, you have a very broad uh, list of countries where you have visited. What attracts you to uh, particular destinations? Firstly, I'll say like nature. Like I've told you that, like if I choose a country, At first, like, I wouldn't know anything about a country. I just choose, like, Spain. I was like, I'm going to go to Spain, you know. But once I've booked my ticket, then I'll check, like, what's in Spain in terms of nature, like, the sea, waterfalls, and any adrenaline activity. So, yeah. Also, you are, you're based right now in Qatar, if, I, if I'm right. Um, how does this location influence your travels because i mean when i when you're in europe okay you tend to travel mostly to europe because it's easier when you're in qatar do you find more asian destinations usually um i don't think it does influence my travel as much because since i've been in qatar i've been in latin america which is very far 
I mean, I'm in Europe right now. It's not that close. And also I've been in Asia and sometimes yeah, I do go home in South Africa. So the distance does not really matter. If I want to go somewhere, I'd go. It doesn't matter where I'm at. So, yeah. Let's get back to the beginning. So can you remember your first travels, uh, your first travel solo, for example? Okay, like, okay, so obviously when I left home, I left for work, so does that count as traveling or I don't know, uh, but I yeah. think that's what like obviously motivated me to travel, yeah, when I left home, which was 2017, that was my first time like going outside my country and I went to China to work there and I think like obviously it was a shock, like it's so different from home and the people are different and the culture, like almost everything was different and it just kind of like got my attention to see that like the world is so broad and there's so much that I'm not like used to and there's so much that I can learn and so that's another thing also when I travel I do try so much to like make friends with the locals so I can just like you know listen to other people's stories and it kind of like motivates me to go on in life. How do you how do you manage to make friends with locals? Because I guess you are using a lot of culture thing. Is there also other ways you manage to to get into contact with them and to to break into the to break some friendships? Well, obviously, like couch surfing is my first base. Like I'll write my trip there, and then obviously people will see that I'm there, and I would if I'm open for hangouts. Then that day I'll meet someone or like a group. But sometimes I do find friends when I book trips on airbnb like normally if it's like a group trip then i'll definitely make friends and maybe i'll plan the next day with them and that's just how i get along with people yeah you live also in turkey right so china turkey qatar um, and other countries of course okay that's maybe a bit polemical but what what was the most hospitable people you you found in your inner travel most hospitable country where you felt almost almost at home um, I think I have two answers for this I'll say Brazil um, maybe it's because it felt like home I think also because of like maybe the nature and stuff uh, could relate more like home and the people were friendly and nice like I was I felt like I belong here um, but also I think on the other side I would say that when I was in Jordan because I was stuck for COVID for like six months in Jordan and I obviously did not know anyone and I had a flat on Airbnb um, my landlord was really nice and uh, like whenever they would have you know like time to go out and stuff he would advise me on what to do and when I'm outside people would be friendly to me like actually willing to help me because they knew that I'm stuck and there's nothing that I could do so I think like yeah I'll, I'll forever remember Jordan yeah so you're you also describe yourself as an adrenaline chaser right you like uh, sports you like uh, activities outdoor activities so I'm going to to say some activities like this, and you say yes or no, and where and when you did it. Okay. First of all, skydiving. I've skydived three times. The first one was in Brazil, and the second one was at home in South Africa, and the third one was in the Philippines. What about jet ski? Jet ski, it's actually boring for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've jet skied like. I've just skied a lot in Qatar because there's nothing much to do, so I have that option. And also in Thailand and um, 
yeah, I think only those two places, but it doesn't give me that much of adrenaline, so I'll do it if there's nothing else to do. Horse riding. Horse riding, I've done it at home, I've done it in Turkey, I've done it... There's definitely some... Colombia, Colombia, yeah, wow. yeah. Again, not so much of an adrenaline activity, but it's, it's nice. What about surfing? Surfing, um, I'm not good at surfing, but I love it. <laughs> so I think I do surf when I'm home. I do try, obviously. And also I did go to Sri Lanka just to like really try surfing. So that was really nice. Yeah, I can say I'm like an intermediate surfer, but I still need someone to like guide me and stuff. Yeah, so. Where was it in Sri Lanka? Where did you go surfing? In Sri Lanka, it was um, a town or a city, I don't know. I don't know, but it was called Oeligama, like two, two, two and a half hours away from, what's the main city again Col in Sri Lanka? Colombo, yes, 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 yes. It's like down south. Okay. Yeah. So it's a very famous surfing school. It is, it is, it is. And it was like a proper surfing school. So yeah, that was really, really nice. So I would just wake up in the morning because I did rent a bike, a motorbike. I don't wake up in the morning, just bike there, surf and, you know, it's lunch by the beach. And that was pretty much my life for the whole week. <laughs> so, yeah, it was nice. So you just say the next one, uh, motor racing? Not motor racing. No, I'm not that good. I am a good rider, but not to like race and stuff. I have a motorbike of my own. And I think when it comes to transport that's the only thing that I'd always like opt for I don't like cars I can't even see a nice car like cars are just cars but a motorbike I would check them out so I love motorbikes I think they look nice obviously and they do give me that adrenaline when I yeah. ride them yeah what about climbing I've tried rock climbing I do not really like indoors climbing because like you can't get a taller like building to climb so I haven't really like gotten a, an opportunity to climb that much. I've climbed maybe twice, once in Brazil and uh, once in Colombia again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really do like that activity, but I, I don't think it's like something that you can find anywhere that easily. So yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Um, any other activity which I don't have on my list? Like bungee jumping. Oh, yes. <laughs> How much? Um, well, I mean, last week in Barcelona was my seventh time. So, yeah. Seven, seven times? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Bungee jumped twice at home. And I've jumped in Colombia. I've jumped in Peru. I've jumped in... I can't remember. Oh, my God. I really <laughs> cannot remember. I'm trying to think. I'm like... But I think like mostly it was Latin America and home. Yeah. Oh, in Costa Rica. I've jumped in Costa Rica as well. Yeah. 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 But obviously like the highest jump was home. So I love, I love it. But how do you make the bungee jumping different each time? Or it's, or you're looking for the, the same, exact same feeling? Or is there a challenge every time in bungee jumping? Um, I think it depends like when I jump at home obviously I've jumped only twice or actually three times at home sorry and each time it feels different it feels like I'm doing it for the first time just because I know it's very high and there's like high risk of getting hurt which is what I actually love <laughs> and um, the one that I did last week was only 70 meters so 
I was only afraid for like two seconds, so it didn't really give me like the real thrill, so I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, but anyway, like it just feels like the first time whenever I jump and I, I love it. When a city doesn't, when a city or country doesn't have nothing about adrenaline to do, what is your go-to activity? What do you enjoy to do? Um, I'll give you an example. Like last uh, December, I went to Peru, and um, my aim obviously was to go to Cusco, where there's Machu Picchu and like you know all kinds of activities. And because the country was, they were striking, you know, about the government and stuff, so I couldn't, I couldn't even get to Machu Picchu. I got mm -hmm. stuck like on my way to. So that was not really nice and I had to go back to the city, uh, Lima, and there was nothing, <laughs> obviously. And um, even the weather was not that good, like just like gloomy every day. So all I would do, I did make friends, like I would go to, I love karaoke, like I'm not a good singer. I'm not bad, but I'm not good, but I would go to karaoke like anytime. So I would go to karaoke bars and I would just maybe like go chill by the beach as much as it wasn't like really nice because the weather was not great. And uh, I'd go for a walk or yeah, just like do what normal people do, like go to a supermarket, buy groceries, <laughs> come back home, try to make food, watch TV and yeah, just relax. Wow. Yeah, it's true that karaoke is also uh, full of adrenaline. Yeah. Did you did you catch that in, uh, in China or was it already from South Africa? No, already from home. I've always loved, I love singing for whatever reasons. And sometimes people do say I'm good, which I do not believe. But I think I just I just enjoy singing. It makes me feel nice and good about myself. Yeah. Is karaoke popular in Qatar as well? Because you just said that Qatar doesn't have a lot to offer. Honestly, I'm not really sure. Maybe it's because I've never tried to like look for it but i've never heard anyone speaking about karaoke maybe i just assume they do not have maybe i don't know which is a good point i'll ask when i get back about valencia what what did you do in valencia did you did you find some activities to to make your stay worthwhile um it was okay <laughs> no i'm trying to think obviously like there wasn't any thrilling activity that I did but I did enjoy I love waterfalls as well so I did enjoy like going to that small town which I can't really remember the name but there was it wasn't like a huge waterfall but it did it did make a difference so it was nice to be there and obviously I had seven other people with me which were good people and we made conversations and I think like the two other people I made friends with them they're from Australia and they did say if ever I go there I can visit them which is nice and what else did I do oh I enjoyed I'm not really a foodie but paella was <laughs> it was really nice like I'll, I'll remember it and uh, I mean I'm here <laughs> this is a new experience for me like I've never done a podcast like ever in my life and I've never even thought of it which is good so it's something that I'll really like remember forever and yeah just working around the weather is not so great because it's really hot but um, the evenings are nice like to walk around I think I do enjoy working even if there's nothing much to do like if I just walk around I feel I feel good so yeah I forgot also I did meet up with a friend well I mean she's a friend of my friend my friend was not here so I got to meet her she's from Alicante so she came just for one day to see me with her boyfriend, which is also really nice. So yeah, yeah I, had, I had a good time. So right now you're a science teacher, right? 
So um, you told me that you are thinking of changing, uh, let's say, your job, your future, your career. Can you tell us more about this change coming up? Yeah. Um, so obviously, like I do love teaching. Um, like I really enjoy it. I think I love children. I've taught from kindergarten to year twelve, and it feels it feels obviously like it's different teaching like ABC, you know, than teaching chemistry to a year twelve kid. But it's the same feeling of giving, which makes me feel so good about myself. And I think it's like whenever I see my kids progress you know from where I start with them it, it always makes me feel so good so I love it so much but I think at this point I am drained out you know because for me teaching isn't really about just standing in front of the kids and tell them that oh you know like this is how you how you do this is how you do that it's it's more of like a relationship you like you have to understand them you have to be not really friends with them but you have to you have to try put yourself in their shoes and I think it's like so emotional that I have to I have to give which I do not mind giving but I think at this point I'm just a bit drained out I think I need a bit of a refill then afterwards when I feel better then I'll go back because if I just go back to teaching now I think it's going to be so selfish of me just because I know I'm going to get paid but I'm not I'm not really going to enjoy it you know because I know like I'm not going to be there for the kids like emotionally and uh, I think it's useless so um, personal training I think I've always like the first time I stepped in the gym I just thought this is the best place ever in the world you know like I know I did talk about adrenaline activities and stuff they do make me feel good like they make me feel alive but I think the gym it just it's a place for me where I it's like therapy you know like I'm able to talk to myself like reorganize my thoughts and plan my life it's just it's so nice and it's so therapeutic and you see everyone around you they're so happy and it's just it's just a nice feeling so um that's what i want to do because i think like there are other people that would love to like everyone has to be like mentally healthy and i think we have different ways of keeping our mentality like healthy some people go for a jog you know some people go out partying and stuff it just depends but i do think that like the healthiest way is maybe the gym uh, or any kind of activity you know mm. but some people obviously like they do want to go to the gym but they're not sure what to do you know like they're like oh i do want to go to the gym but i don't know what i'm gonna do so that's where i step in and i think it's the same thing of when i see someone like progressing to another level i'll feel good about myself so yeah do you see yourself in the future um, mixing both travel and physical fitness, like uh, devising a way to get a job out of traveling and uh, this activity? Um, like job boys, I've never thought that far. Um, that's that, that's good. I'll take that home and think about it. But. Um, for me, if I go to also like a different uh, country, I do try to go to the gym or I'll try like something new. Like I did try hammer. It's like hammer something. It's like yoga, which isn't my style of like exercising. But I did try it and it was nice. And I know that I have to work on my flexibility. So I've learned that and I've actually like went to Thailand solely just for going to this gym like a crossfit gym for a week and a half just to like exercise and that was the, the only goal to go to Thailand for just to go to the gym 
So yeah, I would love to like go to countries and try different stuff, but I've never really thought of like doing it as a job. Although I do see myself in the future, like having my own gym, I think that that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Where where would this gym? Where would you open this gym? Um, I think it'll depend where I settle because at the moment I have no idea. So yeah, I think it just depends whenever if I do <laughs> get married, then I'll know. Okay, I'm settled in this country, and then yeah, I can I can do it. But for now, I can't I can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, let's just get back to this Thailand CrossFit uh, training. So it was international, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when I was in China, I met this guy who who told me about it, and then he was like, "We're talking." And then he found out that I do love exercising, and then he's like, "Oh, you should go to Thailand," because he'd been there, and he told me it's like very nice and stuff. And I started following them on Instagram, and I was encouraged every time I see their page. I'm like, I do want to go there. I'm also like not into CrossFit. But I mean, you know, it's something to try and see. And I did, I did enjoy it. Again, I'm I'm not into CrossFit, but it was nice. <laughs> yeah. When you travel to a new city, you are looking out for the gyms there. You you try to in order to keep your mental and physical fitness uh, going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's important. Like for me, I. I don't really work out to look a certain way. Not that I don't care, but it's not like my primary goal. Like I just have to be mentally fit and you know, because I think maybe now I'm used to it to a point where if I don't go to a gym for a certain period of time, I just, just like my, my brain doesn't work. I feel like it's just like clogged out. So I need, I need, it's like therapy. When people go to therapy, they know like how it feels like when you're not going to therapy anymore. You can't process anything, you know? And I think it's, it is important for me to just go to the gym. So whenever I go to a place, I try. Yeah. Complete, something completely different now. Uh, what's always in your baggage when you travel, in your luggage? <laughs> like clothes? <laughs> or except uh, something, something curious, something which is always, um, always there. Something that's always there. No, I'm not like that. I think it's like honestly, it's just clothes. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's not. Well, I mean, like you'll find more gym stuff than, ah, that's it. <laughs> than gym normal stuff. clothes. You know, like yeah, I'll, I'll pay, like half my suitcase will be like gym stuff as compared to just like normal clothes. So yeah, maybe maybe that's one thing that's a bit off, but yeah. Yeah, always ready for uh, for the gym, for the physical activity, for bungee jumping. Oh, um, I always have also. I play football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I always like carry like shorts and a t-shirt in case I find a group I can play football with and I just join them. Yeah. Where was the last place you played football? Which is not in Qatar, where I'm at at the moment. Uh, when I was in Peru last December, I did find a team and would go play every Thursday. So yeah, that was nice. nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you travel solo, you're never lonely, right? There is always um, there's always some way to to integrate with the with the people around you. Yeah, yeah. I'll say I'll say that's true. Like as I've said, like it's whatever that goes in the city, I'll I'll join. Yeah. yeah. So once you are done with Valencia, which I think is tomorrow, where where are you going? What are you going to do? I'm gonna go to Madrid for. I think it's four or five days. I don't know. I'm gonna leave Madrid on on Sunday. Um, I also like just booked a few days because 
I heard Madrid is just a big city and there's nothing much going on. So I literally have no plans, like no plans at all. Yeah, I'll, I'll see when I get there tomorrow. Well, you might, it might be even more hot than here. So get prepared for that. I'm gonna die. <laughs> A little bit. And after Madrid, you go, you go home to Qatar? Or? No, no, no. After Madrid, I'm going to go to Portugal. Uh, yeah, not really sure at the moment for how long, but I've only booked for one week, which is till the 23rd. And I could stay longer. It will depend because before I go to Qatar, I want to see my friend in Germany. So also at this point, she's not that flexible. I have to see like whenever she has time, then I'll go see her before I leave. Any surfing uh, in Portugal, maybe? Nazareth? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. I saw an Airbnb because I was checking for like things to do and surfing was like everywhere. And I thought, okay, I'm going to surf every day. Yeah. yeah. Wow, fantastic. Do you manage uh, Do you manage a social account in order to, to show your activities or something like this? I do, I do have a personal, obviously, uh, account, Instagram, and I do post like whatever that I do, and mostly like yeah, it's when I'm looking dirty and stuff. And I do now have um, a gym Instagram, <laughs> which was started by one of my friends because she was like, oh, she actually was the one who encouraged me to just go for this, you know. She was like, you good. Because I tried uh, training her and then she told me that, no, I'm good. She thinks that I should try and do this. And she opened the account for me and she did handle it for a few months. And afterwards, I think she got tired, so I took over. <laughs> yeah. But who knows, for the future, it might come handy when you are starting to develop your, your business, maybe. A hundred percent. Yeah, it will. Yeah. And also, like, one of my friends, the one in Barcelona, she is... Um, yeah, this is so funny because I don't really know what she does, <laughs> but I know that she's um, she does like web pages and social media and stuff. I can literally ask her to do whatever like that has to do with social media or like internet, and she'll go for it. So I know my Instagram is not looking good at the moment. It's not that professional, so I've hired her. She's gonna start on my page on Monday, so I'm excited for that as well. Exciting. Yeah. yeah Speaking of your friends, is there someone in your circle of friends which you would recommend for this podcast? Someone who is a traveler, an avid traveler, who is always on the move and who would have something to share with the world through my podcast? Yes. Most of my friends, like, they do travel, but one person I know, like, even myself, I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? You know, like, one week he's here and then another week he's somewhere else. He's, uh, his name is Peter. He's from Serbia. Uh, and I think the past few weeks I've been seeing him in like Mexico another time he was in Panama and he was in um, some country in Central America country member so yeah I think I do love traveling but he's he's on another level <laughs> so yeah so you think you would be you would accept to, to be on my podcast if we ask him of course yeah of course like he'll yeah yeah he'll go for it okay. I, might, I might try to contact Peter then also, since you're a teacher, are you trying sometimes to convey this importance of traveling to your uh, pupils? Hmm, not really. I think like traveling is just uh, something that's personal. Like some people are not really in for it. And also like even if people do travel, we all travel for like different uh, reasons, you know. 
so <laughs> I don't I don't really like preach to people that they should travel. It is good for me because mm -hmm. it helps me like again mentally. You know, I, I think I have a problem with settling in a place for too long. I think it's just like the routine thing. It it doesn't work <laughs> well for my brain. You know, if if I know what's gonna happen, I I really stress out. So that's why even like I know in the future when I have a gym, I know also like I'll never stop teaching. I'll have to find a way, but I'm not working towards any of those goals. Like when it happens, it's gonna happen. You know, I, I think it's it's nice for me to just like be spontaneous and not knowing what's going on. It's, it's a nice surprise, and yeah. By the way, do you come from a family of big travelers, or do your brother, sisters, parents travel a lot? <laughs> not, not, not really. <laughs> no, my father actually like stopped talking to me for almost a year when I moved to China. Yeah, because for him, like, he just likes to see his family, like, with him all the time. It's like that, that love that is quite possessive, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, he's, he's not really happy. Well, obviously, like, I think the past two years has been okay because he understands that this is what I love and it works for me. So he's, he's supporting now. But before that, he just didn't buy any of the stuff I was doing. And also the activities I would do, he was never really happy about them. So yeah, yeah. I'm just in my family, everyone is just normal. I'm just the only person <laughs> that runs on the left side. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, Primrose, thank you very much for all these insights into your life, into your travels, into your uh, future. Um, I'll say like obviously thank you for this experience because like I did say when I travel I do look for new experiences and you know like when you do something for the first time you'll you always remember so I'll, I'll forever remember this moment thank you so much for having me thank you very much and I'm sure that in the future you might have your own podcast and I hope so and uh, yeah can't wait for your future business your future social media and all the best thank you so much mm -hmm.